Welcome to the Real Estate Trainer Podcast with your host, Brian Eisenhower. This podcast is brought to you by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. ICC provides customized and structured coaching and training programs for real estate agents and team leaders, representing many of the top producing agents in North America. ICC also offers broker and owner consulting on agents recruiting, training, and retention. For more info, visit EisenhowerCoaching.com or find us on Facebook. Look at 80% of the agent's business comes from their SOI. Why are we spending so much focus over here on online leads? Why not go for where the 80% of closings are coming from? So I want to talk about lead sources and, and, and what are the best lead sources for, uh, for real estate agents. And when we talk about lead sources that we're talking about, you know, where are we looking to get our business? And it seems like everybody, you know, real estate agents are always out for a, you know, a magic pill. Like, you know, what can we do? You know, what can I do? Well, you know, what's going to be my little niche? What, you know, what, what little system can I use to generate more business? And, and people are always trying to get really creative here. Um, which is funny. And it's especially to someone like me. Uh, and the reason I say someone like me is, you know, I've, I've been in real estate now for more than 30 years and most of it spent coaching and training what is now thousands of agents. And, you know, I've seen just about everything tried to get business. And what's funny is all the top agents that sell the most, that are the most successful, all pretty much do the same stuff. It's hilarious. So anyway, I hear that over and over again. You know, what are those, what are those lead sources? You know, what can, uh, you know, you know, how can I generate more business? So what I'd like to show you to start things off, this is actually a chart from last year's National Association of Realtors survey of home buyers and home sellers. So this is NAR and it's a chart that they shared. And they, they show this chart every year and it's always about the same, but they talk about how clients found their agent. That was the survey. And they just go out and they ask a bunch of questions. A lot of people that bought and sold homes and they come up with the survey. It's a very big survey. It's definitely the biggest for the real estate industry. So, um, and this, so what ends up happening is actually, excuse me, this was in 2019. So a couple of years back, but it talks about, and, and you can see here, 20.8% said that they that they represented them before. In other words, they were my they you know, I'm going back to the same agent. Another 20.8% said that that the uh the realtor was a friend, relative or neighbor of mine. So I just knew him socially. Okay? The next 14.1% said that one of my past clients referred the client to the realtor then they can say a friend of theirs referred them to the realtor. And then they, then the next 7.5% says they were referred by a business associate, like a B2B referral, like a electrician referred you to them or something like that. Okay. Then after that, the numbers get real low. 4.6% from open houses. That's always one of the biggest lead sources. And then you've got you know, internet leads. Look at that internet leads. This is online leads, which is a big part of real estate, at least the like the online world, right? Door to door, 
uh, relocation, direct mail, walk-ins, you know, yard signs, telemarketing, social media, all that stuff outside of that. So take a look at that. What it says here across the heading is 77% of clients found you through a relationship. Okay. And that means if you add up 7.5 plus 12.0 plus 14.1 plus 20.8 plus 20.8, this is your sphere of influence guys. All of these are your sphere of influence, past clients, friend, relative, or neighbor, referral from a past client, referral from a friend, referral from a business associate, a vendor, vendors are in your SOI. Remember the definition. So we're talking 77% of home sales. That's almost 80% of all sales. Just to give you an idea here, almost 80%. I, if, you, if I have your permission, I'm going to say 80% of home sales just because I don't want to say 77 100 times yeah. over. But you get the point. That is the vast bulk of home sales. Someone said, can I see that again? You betcha. I am always willing to send my graphics. So I'm going to pull that chart back up here. Now you can see it. And we're talking about this first chunk here, 77% come through a relationship of someone that should be a member of your SOI, past clients, friends, referrals from past clients, friends, and vendors. Everything else is small. So if you're saying, hey, I don't want to work my SOI because the real estate team I'm on is giving me a bunch of online leads, you're crazy. Yes, you should convert online leads, but my God, don't be dependent on them. You got to build your own book of business first. You got to build your SOI. That's got to be your principle. I doubt any of you got into real estate and got your license imagining this wonderful world where I'm just going to be a door knocker or I'm just going to convert internet leads from people I don't know like a telemarketer or you, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't see you guys envisioning your future career being someone that that that's, I mean, I don't get me wrong. You should door knock and you should convert online leads by all means, but please don't ignore your sphere of influence. Whatever you do, those things are just in, those things are just there to supplement your business until you have your sphere of influence together in a CRM that's being consistently contacted and nurtured by you. Does this make sense? So if we're out there, trying to like, you know, just convert online leads or, or find some little niche and, we're, and we haven't built our, C, our SOI yet. We don't have it in a CRM and we're not doing an annual database contact plan and we're not trying to stay in front of them and add value to them. That you're missing out on almost 80% of all real estate sales, which is crazy to me. It's crazy to me that people would ignore the low hanging fruit the people that, that already know who they are, at least by name. Because, right, all those people, that's, the, that, you know, that's what should be in your sphere of influence are people that at least recognize you by name. They don't need to be best friends, but they would at least say, oh, yeah, I know who Brian is, I think. He's in real estate. That's good enough. You're not spam anymore. You know, you're above the level of spam. So when you guys are thinking about next year, 
And what are your best lead sources, which don't get me wrong, we'll talk about other lead sources here. So don't worry about that. But when you guys are talking about, you know, what I should be doing for next year, or, you know, what, you know, what I'm gonna do to add my business, let's make sure that your sphere of influence is the first and foremost part. And I know it's boring, guys. It's not fun getting all of the people you know into a CRM. It's not fun intentionally growing your sphere of influence. You know, like trying to set a goal of adding two people a week to your SOI, going through your phone and remembering people you know and adding them or meeting new people even and joining clubs and trying to make new relationships and putting them in the SOI or going through your Facebook friends list or finding new people on Facebook and engaging with them and building those relationships and growing those SOIs. It's not fun setting up an annual SOI contact plan so that you're making sure through action plans in your CRM that you are regularly reaching out and adding value through social media, through mailers, through emails, through phone calls, text messages, client events, annual reviews, listing e-alert emails and all the different ways we always talk about, you should be staying in front of members of your SOI at least 40 times a year without annoying them, right? That's not fun setting all that up, but it needs to happen, right? How do we do it? So, okay, so there's a great book. If you guys are looking for a good book or reader or something, I think I mentioned before, real good one is called Atomic Habits, okay? It's called Atomic Habits. You know, you can get it on Audible and you can listen to it. I got a hard copy of it and I've marked the whole thing up. I, 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 I even bought the summary because it provided an outline. Like I, you know, I, I really, I really like that book. I'm really big. I'm, a, I'm kind of a, a ritualistic person. Um, if my wife is anywhere on here listening, she's laughing right now because I very much am, uh, you know, I, I tend to get into a, a militaristic repeat with things. So I believe in habits. I believe in habit setting, time management, time blocking, um, all the things that come from good habits, right? But the way this guy lays it out is so simple in the book. And he has some, some fundamental laws. And I really like, you know, in Atomic Habits, he's got like 10 of them or something, uh, these, these different laws. And the third law, I think is really, really cool. And the law is, he, he refers to it as making it easy, make it easy. So I told you all these things we got to do, right? To get where 80% of real estate leads come from, right? And those are huge deals, like setting all that up. And they're not fun either. But he talks about doing it in tiny incremental steps. Like even if it's just contacting one person a day. I've heard a lot of people say, man, you got to make 20 contacts a, a day. I just hear it tell you, I don't know many people that do that. I certainly don't know many successful agents that do it. That's really hard to keep doing. I'm just going to be very honest with you. That's not making it easy. That, that is not going to be a habit that many people set and sustain for an entire career. That is burnout mode. Okay. That is hard. If you are picking up the phone and calling 20 people in your sphere of influence that you need to make contact with every single day, that's harder than heck. And I don't coach that. I don't teach that. I don't train it because it's too difficult and you're setting yourself up for failure. So make your steps manageable, make them easy, but make them so that you do them. So you take away the too difficult excuse, right? That way, at least you're always walking. What he says is walk slowly, but never backward. 
That way there's always forward progress happening. You're moving forward in baby steps. And what ends up happening is you move forward slowly, then suddenly, because you start moving forward and you start walking really slow and pretty soon you can't help but pick it up because you start to feel that success. So it's okay to walk slowly, just don't move backwards. Because most people, I would say easily more than 95, probably 99% of real estate agents are completely paralyzed going nowhere. All you have to be is one of the few that's moving forward, right? And that's it. So it's got to be very, very slow, very, very incremental, and it's got to be easy. So don't tell yourself you're going to add 20 people to your SOI a week. Tell yourself you're going to add one or two new people to your SOI. Don't tell yourself you're going to do two annual reviews with past clients a day. Maybe do two a week or one a week. If you do one a week, you're going to do 52 annual reviews a year. That's way more than most people get done. If you add two people to your SOI a week, you're going to add 104 people to your SOI database a year. That's tremendous. That's big forward progress. So give yourself manageable, tiny, incremental steps, okay? And, 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 and that way you'll start to do, and you won't feel the need to take shortcuts. And remember, when, when I show you this, so we talked about this, right? Almost 80%, thanks, Candace, about 80% of your uh, clients come from your SOI. It is amazing how so many people spend so much time trying to focus on the 20%. I mean, you guys know that we coach and, and we coach all these high performing agents all over North America. And half the time they come to us down here, they're like, man, I just want to convert online leads. I need to hire seven ISAs because I, I pay $5,000 a month for all these online leads. Look at 80% of the agent's business comes from their SOI. Why are we spending so much focus over here on online leads? Why not go for where the 80% of closings are coming from? Why aren't we working on what's right in front of us? Because it's boring. You're tired of people telling you to do that. You know, that's why. So if you guys are watching this, I really want you to get done what you know you should have gotten done a long time ago and stop trying to take shortcuts and going for SOI. That is probably first and foremost, the best lead source for a real estate agent. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Trainer Podcast, sponsored by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. For more information about real estate coaching or to watch Brian's training videos, check out therealestatetrainer.com or find us on social media. And remember, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you get the latest episodes as soon as they're available.